We're going to have the whole gang in here for our new competition called Edit or Bet It. It's basically two truths and a lie, but in a story form. Last week, Emily challenged me in the subject of Star Wars. She gave a presentation. I had to pick out what the non-factual or incorrect or write-out lie. Yeah. And I got it. I got basically I did it. three truths and a lie, or two truths two and a truths, lie. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. truths and a lie sort of thing. But yeah, we, we like to make it a little more about things that we are really into yeah. and things that the person challenging us know nothing about. Yes. It's a learning experience, and that's coming up later today. Plus, uh, I'm excited for the guest we're having in, uh, JT Haberstadt, super funny, and he's going to make you and me laugh, too, and talk about the Altercation Comedy Festival. Now, I thought of this idea, Spencer. For when we have comedic guests in, you know, because previously we have them write commercials for our yeah. uh, for random businesses. Oh, like, are you going to do like a quick? This. The 420 Buzz is brought to you by Smoking Burnouts, your friendly neighborhood smoke shop. Smoking Burnout Smoke Shop. Bruh, bruh. That's uh, Avery Moore, of course. Are so. you thinking of doing a quick three to four minute open mic set for them? No, I'm thinking of doing something more cringe. Oh, no. Uh, going back and finding some of my jokes I've written for an open mic. Oh, uh, that's even better. And having him punch him up or just do them as that. Because uh, they're cringe, uh, Yes, dude. I love that. Because it's cringe. If you let me know, I would have done some of mine, too, from uh, over a decade ago. Hey, we can we can keep just this subject so bad. open. Oh, I know. I go back and I'm like, what was I thinking? I know. Also, t- you know, times were just different. I think when you're... When you're younger and you're like you and I, where we wanted to be in stand-up comedy and do this sort of thing, uh, the the easy go-to is to just be shocking. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, even in radio, there's there's the term shock jock, and I mean, it's. I still do it all the time. Earlier this week, I was talking about stupid-ass kids. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I don't really well, believe that. It's just kind of funny to me. <laughs> that's leaning into hot take territory. Yeah, but, uh, true. Yeah, a lot of these were just like saying, girls have periods. That's not exactly what I said. But you know what I mean? They just, do? Just shocking, dirty, what? weird things uh, to try to get people's <laughs> attention. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna see. Maybe we'll do that. Either way, great show today. At the CJ Morgan on social media, if you want to say, shut up and play some music. Mysterious deaths plaguing the Chicago area. No, today's not the greatest because of this little piece of history. Uh, Today is the lamest on this Mm. day back in history in 1982. uh, An infamous unknown murderer was out there. Not even a murderer, but people were just getting sick. Seven people, as a matter of fact, over the course of several days, culminating on this date back in 1982, uh, mysteriously passed away. They couldn't figure it out. No one knew what had happened. They all just got ill and then died. Then investigators discovered that all seven victims had one thing in common. Oh, yeah. They had ingested extra strength Tylenol prior to Mm. becoming ill. Further investigation revealed that several bottles of the Tylenol capsules had been poisoned with cyanide. That's right. Today's in history is the day where the uh, cyanide-laced Tylenol killed several people. Uh, They 
recalled bottles nationwide, even though the only contaminated capsules were found in the Chicago area. Unfortunately, the culprit was never caught, but it did lead to what we have today with the new tamper-proof medicine containers. It did also lead to, unfortunately, a string of copycat crimes. Yeah, and even one of the worst things that happens, which is the pearl-clutching mothers getting scared on the news because there's going to be uh, poison in your Halloween candy. They're going to put drugs in your Halloween candy. They're going to put razor blades and apples. There's needle syringes and Coca-Colas. Led to a lot of that stuff, but this is one of the cases in history where there was actually a mass poisoning because some sicko uh, decided to go and open a bunch of extra-strength Tylenol bottles and well, put cyanide inside. And then a series of at least one other copycat, right? That's crazy, yeah, there, too. There were there were other copycat things. Yeah. Um, it, w- it went bad in two ways. One, led to a lot of copycats. Two, led to a lot of panic, unreal panic, but was, of course, getting pushed and published all over the news. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what we sell in the media. We sell fear. <laughs> fear. Oh, yeah. Fear pays. It sells, baby. Sex it, and fear. It absolutely does. Uh, so, luckily, the good thing is medicine containers now tamper-proof, and you're always asked to, you know, watch yeah. and be careful with any kind of uh, thing you I consume. I mean, that's the good that came out of this horrible situation. A- absolutely. Uh, uh, the last thing I want to point out, though, is seriously. Seriously, with Halloween coming up, um, there is a chance with so much different kinds of drugs out there, with with marijuana edibles being legal and streaming across all of our borders, you got to be careful. And that's why I produced this public service announcement for you, because do you want your kids to die? I don't think so. So I need you all to listen to this very carefully and know that Halloween is not fun. It's dangerous. These days, trick-or-treating is becoming a lot more tricks than treats. People, complete strangers, hate your babies. Parents, don't let your children die, become addicted to drugs, or worse. Search their candy bags this Halloween for prescription pills, molly, cocaine, heroin, dimple dabs, oily drums, snark wubbles, jello shots, cream dreamies, and worst of all, marijuana cigarettes. Getting rid of these illicit drugs is a dangerous job. That's why you should send them all to the Captain's Disposal Systems, P.O. Box 8309 Austin, care of the Captain. We'll dispose of these evil items so your children stay safe. Virgin Atlantic staff can now choose whatever uniform to wear, despite their gender. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. Welcome to Social Cues, where we talk about what's happening on the internet, on the radio. And yeah, that's one of the big things. This uh, massive airline company is going to say, hey... You can wear what you want. F you gender norms or something, something. Yeah, I found this out because uh, I follow Michelle Visage. Do you know who that is? No, Either no one clue. of you? No no, 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 no. She's a she's a contestant or not a contestant. She is RuPaul's best friend on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Okay, and she's also a judge. And I think she also did music at one point. She was kind of like a Madonna wannabe <laughs> back oh. in the eighties. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> she's very nice, very sweet. And she had some some ad, I guess, where it was her promoting this whole Virgin Airlines thing. And I was like, ah, it's a sponsored post. But then I was like, well, you know. That's kind of fun. Like that's I've never yeah. heard of that before. 
before. So then I went and looked and found an article, and here we are now talking about it. So does advertising work? It just does. did. Wow. Uh, but yeah, no, Virgin Atlantic Airlines is now allowing any of their staff to choose uh, whatever uniform they want to wear. So traditionally, if you're yeah. a male, regardless of, I guess, what you identify with, you yes. have to wear the little suit. Yeah, you wear Females, the suit. Females, usually the kind of skirt or the little dress. My ex-girlfriend's mm-hmm. mom is a flight attendant, and it's very... She's with one of the, I'm not going to say what, one of the cooler companies, Mm -hmm. but it's still very rigid, the things they have to, like, do and the schedule and the uniform, like, all that stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, you can think about it from how far we've grown since Pan Am. Like, Pan Am times... You know, all the little girls were the flight attendant, oh. and you had to do your hair in a certain way. You had yeah. to do your nails in a certain no, way. No, there, there are still, like, Arab and European airlines that do that, yeah. that, that have strict uniforms, yeah, and sometimes they're to, sexy. Uh, when I was in Orlando, I saw some of the Arab uh, United, like, United Arab, workers for yeah. the yeah, for whatever Cutter air Airlines services. is yeah. one. They're mm-hmm. all dressed up all fancy and stuff, and I found yeah. out they, learn, they know, like, six languages, too. So and I, I would cool. feel so uncomfortable having to work in that for hours a day. Day, going back and forth through yeah. in states and countries and yeah so i guess recently they've been trying to like change their diversity tactics in the workforce so airlines are getting woke yeah they're not they're, under my plane they're getting woke and the first move that they initially made was they have relaxed rules now on visible tattoos which i didn't even think about i oh, guess because yeah, yeah, i always i always fly southwest <laughs> and they don't really care oh, yeah, yeah. And they don't care over there they're like your shirt's not tucked in nah, we don't care here <laughs> we're gonna give you some really cheap uh Here's a drink ticket yeah a drink Just- ticket um, and they it's also really, really, really happened to me once when I didn't have uh, wait they now, gave you a drink ticket so now they only do card but before they would only do cash yeah and I didn't have cash and I was like oh never mind and like hey, just take this drink ticket oh so that was kind yeah, yeah I think he was flirting too hell yeah Ooh, boy flirting my man. that's Good sweet thing. look at you getting a free drink <laughs> on and then an I spilled into my second drink all over my lap and, and the people like, next to me. <laughs> Here, let me clean it up for you. Oh, Oh. I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, next time that that happens to you, you can know if uh, a male, female, or anybody else is hitting on you because they also will allow them to wear name tags that says what their preferred pronouns are. Okay, okay. thank God. Which is woke. It feels a little better. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. So so then, you know, all of the, the normal people who are very confused and the old people are whoa, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean cisgender? Yes, that's what I meant. Heteronormative. Sorry, How sorry. dare you, Emily? Well, no, I, I meant all, <laughs> I know. Of, all of the, like, you know, old people that don't understand <laughs> things can be get like, off I my don't lawn. get it. Why do you have a, a long hair, but you're wearing a suit? Old man yells at the cloud. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So I think Masal Visage, is kind of the leader of this whole, this whole, the face of the whole campaign or, or whatever. But, but I think it's really it, cool. When is it going to blow up on the internet and make everyone mad? I, we just got to wait for New York Post to to put this out, and then you're going to yeah, have yeah. the curmudgeons. Oh, I know, I know. Well, hmm. Would you guys ever be a ask. flight attendant? Well, I was going to say, CJ, you ever thought about wearing a skirt? Yeah, I've Ooh, worn skirts that. before. That's a nice. better question. I use my alter ego's Camille. And yeah. uh, at any time we had to dress up for Joe's Crab Shack, no matter what the competition was, <laughs> if it was like superheroes or whatever, I was always Camille. I was always, <laughs> I was always a female. I love it. And yeah. like that's me funny. and the girls, we would talk in our voice and they would do my mm-hmm. makeup and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's. And, my... and I mean, you wear the, the Scottish things, right? The kilt? No, I don't do kilts. What? You no. look like a kilt guy. Because I have armor and they didn't wear armor. I like my 
metal. You don't have a kilt? I don't have a kilt. You seem like you, the kind of guy that would always talk about I a kilt. I can't because uh, then everyone would be getting to look him up Emily, and flopping uh, down. I feel like that's a fair assessment. <laughs> yeah? You think so? Dragging yeah, all over that the floor. Surprises me you don't have a kilt, too. Blop, so. Blopping out there. I can't. <laughs> I got to keep that thing tied up. You know? Just make a knot around my thigh. Why are we letting this go on for so long? We're not. It's just happening. Revenge do. Bearden's here. It's the parent pickup. Uh, yeah, and uh, I kind of want to let parents know about something that your kids already know about. And no, it's not the strangely colored fentanyl that all the news stations are trying to treat. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so this year, that last year and the year before, it was marijuana edibles that were going to be in our candy. Back in the day, razor blades. Now... Fentanyl. Yes, but it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. What we're talking about are uh, scary movies and the whole idea of not just scary movies, but teen movies, teen romps, if you will. And, you know, previous generations have gotten it pretty good. There's some great movies out there. Not another teen movie. Mean Girls. She's All That. Uh, Election. I know what you did in uh, last summer. Heather's, if you want to go further back. Hell yeah. Then that, all that stuff that John Hughes did. And Whew. the modern generation's kind of getting passed over a little bit. Now, there's still stuff being made for them. But they're missing it, that but it's on truly, yeah. really kind of half campy, half cool. Well, apparently somebody figured that out. And uh, Gen Z is getting a hit right now. It's called Do Revenge. I don't know if you've seen it. I know nothing about it. Yeah, zero, Spencer, uh, zero idea what you're talking about. Yeah, of course. You know why we don't know? Because we don't have kids. It's not for us yeah, right now. Okay. But I will tell you that uh, when I go to the pickup line or whatever, uh, kids are talking about it. Now, hmm. uh, is it have a couple of subjects in there that maybe might scare some parents? Sure, it depends on how conservative you are. But it stars uh, it stars really awesome actors that your kids are into. Uh, Camila Mendez, who's from Riverdale. Who, and if you don't, so if you somehow have missed Riverdale, I then you don't. Riverdale. Riverdale. You, I was gonna say Dude. you don't really have kids if Dude, you've missed Riverdale. That show's gone off crazy. I know that's what's <laughs> fun about it though. But also has Maya Hawk, who not only is awesome, Stranger she Things, put out yeah. an album Good this music. week. Yeah, it's kind of having like a real it moment, <laughs> and. The critics are even lauding this as like, "Hey, this is really good," and we didn't know about it beforehand. I think kids knew because it was really aimed at them, but a lot of the critics kind of just missed the boat on this. You, you know how I know it's really good? Because to your right and my left, our co-host Emily, who's eating mac and cheese, is shaking her head at everything we're saying like, yeah, yeah. That actually makes me feel good, like I'm doing this correctly because she's way hipper than yeah. any of us in this room. It was even covered by Harper's, which Harper's usually doesn't delve into things like teen romps, but they're like, hey, we think we might have missed the boat on this. So why I'm bringing it up is there's a really good chance that your kids have seen it. If they haven't, awesome. It's family movie time. It'll make you look cool. Yeah, sometimes there's weird stuff that happens in these movies that feel weird when you're sitting in a room with your kid. Just uh, all of a sudden at that point go, hey, who wants popcorn? <laughs> and walk away with people kiss or whatever. But if your kids haven't, so if you have, kids haven't seen it, you look really cool. But if your kids have seen it, then I say uh, snuggle up with a partner, dog, cat, extra pillow, whatever it is that you have in your house that makes you comfortable. Watch it, and then you kind of have something better than how was your day when you pick them up and the, you can actually say... Uh, Maya, hey. Maya Hawk's album's pretty lit, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't be jelly, but I got it. It's not all chuggy like them Spice Girls. Uh, yeah, no yeah. cap, mid. That's right. <laughs> uh, We're so sus. I know. Oh, my God. 
He's like the store brand of funny. C.J. Morgan. On 101X. I think I got it. The definitive list of candy that you should never consider purchasing for Halloween or anything, but specifically Halloween if you don't want your house to get eggs. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. That's right. We've got it. The worst Halloween candy. I dare you to buy these because you're going to get wrapped. The kids, they're going to TP your place. Yeah. I don't know if that's still a thing, but uh, man. point kids, being, there's a lot of lazy. bad candy. A lot of bad candy out there. Later today, we're going to make a list of the best Halloween candy when Emily returns for Clickbait Corner. But in the meantime, mm. I found a candy store's website that every year uh, it takes the aggregate from other best and worst lists and shopping data. That includes BuzzFeed, Business Insider, HuffPo, Houston Press, Fox News, and more to put together a list. And I thought, let's get to it because I think this list uh, actually might have a little bit of merit to it. So, first and foremost, the worst candy. I hate to agree because I have a cold, dark heart and I love some black licorice. But number 10, that is 10 on the list, black licorice. Uh, you're, you're making a face. You don't like black licorice? No, man. Uh, I barely like strawberry licorice. I just chew on it because of the, the, the texture. I, no. Dude, I've That's always... disgusting. It's like a night a depression era candy. No wonder it tastes like that. It's gross. I know, and I like it for some reason. <laughs> it's uh, okay. You, you ever had Uzo, a Greek liquor? No, but tastes I've had, like that. There's I've had a lo- Jägermeister, and that's enough. Oh, Jaeger's not even close. Uh, <laughs> number nine, no surprise, if you don't like licorice, you probably do not like good in plenties. Uh, also very good for breaking your teeth. Number eight, this one you see in every candy basket, and I'm going to tell you, it's first of all, it's just not a good candy. But it's just filler. People only buy it because it's cheap filler, and that would be Tootsie Rolls. No one, outside of doing the dance to that catchy song, wants to see a Tootsie Roll. It's hey man. not chocolate. That's- it's not taste it's not taffy it's a strange what the hell mixture. is it yeah my grandma loves that stuff and we would always have to eat it because she's a depression era lady too yeah. another depression era candy of course it's I, just too chewy i guess so well it's also just filler like you just put it to make your bag or your bowl for the kiddos look look more content and full but you know what we have rosa uh, up at the front desk every year she curates a nice bowl of delicious halloween candy you know what's always left the, the damn Tootsie Rolls from mm. the variety bags. I'll take them. No one wants that crap. Also, I miss living by the radio station because back in the day, if I ran out of trick-or-treat candy, right up here, I knew where the, I knew where the stash <sighs> was. Uh, number seven, Mary Janes. Don't if remember what those remember are. remember those, they come in like a little yellow packet with a red stripe, and they're just kind of like hard Don't to remember. bite into and stick. Gross. Number six, I did kind of like these as a kid, but it is just dumb. Uh, the wax Coke bottles. Yeah. You're just drinking sugar water. That's and then you, it. Then you have a waxy goo that you got to spit out. It's a fun novelty thing to try once. When you're six years it. old. Yeah. Uh, Necco wafers. How, how, I'm, I'm sorry. Who on earth would put that in a Halloween thing? Come on. People that are cheap because it's cheap ass <laughs> I guess crap. so. Uh, uh, Necco wafers at number five. I don't know if I've ever actually had those, but no. I know I've seen them and I know they look gross. Yeah. Uh, probably another depression uh, era what candy. Of, what kind of a-holes putting these in, in Halloween dishes? Or Cheap people, man. Bowls. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, if you thought I was angry at Tootsie Rolls for being the number one filler, just just stuff to, to basically you create a platform, a base 
a bottom for all your good candy to be stacked on top of. Yes. So it looks like you have more than you really do. You know what else you use for that? Smarties. Oh, my God. I forgot about Smarties, Not a fan of sweet tarts. They're chalky. They're not sweet. And they're just, like, what is it? It's gross, and they always spill out everywhere. I've read that Smarties in different countries are completely different than the crap Smarties that we have. Maybe even if we just cross the border to Canada, they might be different. Like, they're almost like M&Ms or something in different countries. i got to do some more research. But, yeah, why don't we get the Shaft Smarties, man? Why don't we get all the crappier candy versions? America. Just just doing that to our candy. Uh, (laughs) Number three, I didn't hate these. But then I realized why I like them. Mm. It's the uh, peanut butter kisses, the answer to Reese's Pieces. Mm-mm. It's a big, gooey mess, and then in the inside, you get a tiny little bit of delicious, sugary peanut butter. But then you, you have to chew and eat through the rest of it to get to that. Mm. Uh, not good. Number two, the circus peanuts. Basically what styrofoam. F. Those are pretending to be marshmallows or something. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. Uh, this is going to. This is this is reviving a bunch of ire, a rage in me because I, I keep forgetting about some of these. Because we grew up in poor neighborhoods, yeah. so we only had poor candy. Uh, Luckily, sometimes my parents would take me to my grandma's neighborhood, but then it was just a bunch of old retirement people. So we had. Oh man. We had old lady candy. I remember my my family they would they would take us to the mall sometimes a trick or treat, and that was always pretty rad because a lot the mall. of the yeah a lot ah. of the shops at the mall would have. Have like some decent candy. That's not a bad idea. Uh, number one, topping the list uh, two years in a row, according to this website, candy corn. Are you shocked? No. I don't know. You it's, have people that will staunchly defend candy corn, which we'll find out when Emily returns later. Well, this, is, this looks, is why I think candy corn's more of a meme, because it tastes just like sugar. Okay. It's not even that bad. So why isn't licorice higher? Because Maybe because it has a distinct flavor. Perhaps. Uh, we'll see. There you go. The uh, yeah. worst candies yeah. to buy for Halloween if you don't want to get egged by trick-or-treaters. Welcome to our new hit game, Edit or Bet It. It's basically just uh, it's two truths and a lie, but in a storytelling form. Emily's here. Matt Bearden, Spencer. Uh, current standings after last week. CJ5, Emily 0, Matt minus 3, Spencer minus 1. Here's the way it works. You have an expert and you have a challenger. The expert will have a subject they pick. The challenger will then have to try to trick the expert in that subject. And of course, whoever wins out of the challenger and the expert gets five points added to their score. The other two members of the show not playing can make a bet. They can either bet before the challenger challenges the expert for three points on the line, or they can wait till after they've heard the story and place a bet or not. Everything clear? Yeah. Of course not. I'm bad at explaining. Well, we'll get, you, you'll get it once we play. I have an it's Excel pretty sheet. self-explanatory. So yeah. yeah. I would right. just stop explaining it all so together. Here's the deal. Let's uh, let's draw for this week's. Um, who's going to be taking each other on? Get that out here. Ooh, all right. All right. This week's expert is going to be... Please be Lint. Please be Lint. And it's going to be you, Spencer. Cool. You are going to be this week's expert. Oh, man. Congratulations. Whom shall be challenging the one and only Spencer? I don't know Jack about anything. Uh, Matt Bearded. Okay. Ah. You are going to be challenging Spencer. Spencer, mm. of your pile of things you would consider yourself an expert in, things that Matt doesn't know about that he has to try to trick you with, what are you going to choose for him to challenge you? 
I'm gonna choose a video game. Video game. All right. Video game. Uh, one of my favorites has been the Mass right. Effect trilogy. I feel like I know the most about that one. Mass Effect Mass trilogy. Effect. So, so that's, that's even three games to choose from. A little snippet. So. Okay. All right. So here's Mass how it works. Effect. Trilogy. Mass Effect yeah. Trilogy. We're going to play Ignore a couple the spin of songs. Off. Ignore the spin-off. It's no spin-off? No spin-off. Okay, no spin-off. Oh, Whatever okay. the hell that I was means. really going to focus on. What he's talking about. Yeah, hear that, Matt? Be nice. Okay. No spin-off. So here's the way it works. Uh, we are going to play a couple of songs, and Matt's going to do his best to put a couple of sentences together explaining or talking about Mass Effect, but something in there is going to be not factual. It's going to be wrong. It's going to be sneaky, and he's going to try to get that by Spencer. You said last week that you were getting kind of nervous before you played. Now I understand how you feel it's for some reason. Yeah. Because it's like well, you dude, count yourself as an expert on yeah. something, and, and then I really don't you don't think be I am. wrong. And I almost biffed it on Emily. <laughs> and and again, the, the, yeah. so she did Star Wars, and you really you start to doubt. You start to second-guess yourself. Anyhow, uh, five points on the line between the expert Spencer and the challenger Matt. But Emily and I, we can make a bet right now before we even hear Matt's presentation for three points or minus three points. Is Spencer going to get it right or wrong? Or we can wait to hear Matt's challenge and risk one point. Emily, what's your decision? What is my score right now? You are zero. You're right at zero. Oh, I'm at zero. Well, you know what? I'm going to say three points. I believe in you, Spencer. You believe in Spencer? I believe in you, Spencer. All right. So Emily's putting down three on the line. No pressure. I believe in Spencer too, but uh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna. I want to hear Matt's presentation, which we'll do after two songs. It's Eleanor Bennett, the challenger Matt, taking on the expert Spencer. The subject: Mass Effect. It's Editor Bennett, Spencer, the expert Matt, the challenger. The subject is gonna be Mass Effect. Matt is going to have to try to trick Spencer into thinking something he read or talked about with Mass Effect is true. Oh. All right. Um, yeah, and I'll tell you that originally all I wrote was, and I want to see if you could get this one right, uh, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 are for sad boys. <laughs> that, was, that was my original paragraph I wrote. And sad girls. And sad girls. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there's yeah. no Gamergate here. Uh, are you proud of me? I know Gamergate. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Vocab word. Here are my, my sentences I'm going to read to you, okay? I'm hoping there's only one thing that's wrong. wrong. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 are action role-playing video games developed by Electronic Arts for Microsoft Windows, Xbox, and eventually PlayStation. All three installments of the game were built using the Unreal 3 engine. The game is set within the Milky Way galaxy in the 22nd century and tell the story of Commander Shepard, an elite human soldier. In 2012, a version of Mass Effect 3 was created for the Wii U console, but did not carry the name Mass Effect 3. All right, here we go. That so. sounded like you knew things. It did. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I, it did. Um, I was entranced. I could not bet right here, but I, I still think I believe in Spencer, and I know that he just has a ton Here's, of knowledge in his mind yeah. about everything, and he likes to be right. Here's the tricky I'm, thing about Spencer, on Spencer and going up against him. He is, without a doubt, the most well-read person in this room. I would yes. stake my life on that. Yes. Also, he is a real stickler, the way he is built DNA-wise, for a making- real stickler for fact and truth. I know he picks that out. So this is this was hard for me to do 
because it's like I'm a, I got at least try to win. How do I do it? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was a good idea. Mentioning a lot of the consoles and things like that, specifically stuff outside of the game, but pertaining to it as well. Yeah, you extra know, details. Like the, uh, pepper you with details. Yeah, the market. You know, things like that. Yeah, this so. is how you get out of a DUI, by the way. Damn, I wish I could research now, obviously, to double check. But you locking it in? Oh man, uh, there's, there's a couple scary, things. There's a right? couple things that I'm not mm-hmm. sure about. So I, I've got to pick one. Do you I want assume. me to reread it, Please. or is that allowed? Uh, we got one reread last time. I think we allowed a reread. reread. Okay. All right. Mass Effect One, Two, and Three are action role-playing video games developed by Electronic Arts for Microsoft, Xbox, and eventually PlayStation. All three installments of the game were built using the Unreal Three engine. The game is set within the Milky Way galaxy in the 22nd century and tell the story of Commander Shepard, an elite human soldier. In 2012, a version of Mass Effect 3 was created for the Wii U console, but did not carry the name Mass Effect 3. Hmm. Hmm. See, that's the one that's throwing me off, because that's the one I know so little about, is the Wii U one. Hmm. Uh, guess what? I didn't know there was a console called the Wii U until, <laughs> yeah. until uh, 10 minutes ago when I uh, it read this research. It didn't sell very It did not well. do well. No. I learned that. Yeah. Right, let, me, let me walk through this. Initially, I thought it wasn't developed by EA. It's developed by BioWare, but they own BioWare, so technically it is developed by them as their parent company. My biggest concern here is with the engine that they developed the game in. I could have sworn it was a different engine, not the Unreal 3 engine. Well, we have to have a decision, Spencer. Yes, uh, that's where I'm going to place... uh, It's not the Unreal 3 engine. I believe it's the Frostbite engine. Okay. Are you... That's your locking in your answer? Answer's locked in. Okay, my three points are on the line. Who's betting? Has anyone finished betting? You already bet. I bet one point on you. Emily went Nilo, blind, put three points on Spencer. Matt Uh, Bearden? Here is what I did to try and trick Spencer is things why because I know how his brain works and he did exactly what I hoped he would do mm. all three games were developed on Unreal 3 in fact they recently uh. wanted to port them and they found it would be too expensive to port them to Unreal 4 couldn't happen Spencer you were right on it in the beginning okay the game was not developed by Electronic Arts. It was simply mm. published by Electronic Arts. Electronic oh. Arts is truly only a game oh, publisher no. anymore. Yeah. They were not the developer. You oh. did know the developer's name. You even said it out loud, which mm. blows my effing mind that you mm. knew it. Oh, but where I tried to trick no. you was in that developed by EA. Mm-hmm. EA published, but was not uh, intricate. Integral? Intricate? We'll they see. were not involved in the... EA did not own them until Mass Effect 2... They were mm. not. They are no. not. Which, the which, would, which would be where their development Matt comes Bearden in with the funding. With the win. So. Uh, current oh, Emily loses points. I no. lose points. Current standing CJ with four. That Emily was... minus three. Matt from minus three to two. Thank you. Uh, Spencer's still sitting at minus one. It's editor Bennett. We'll be Excellent back job. with wow. another challenge next week. Good job, this Matt. Is, nice. This is the best I've ever felt. Psychology. And this was, got yeah. I'm happier than the days my kids were born or that I got married. <laughs> like tricking Spencer is a big deal. The video game Spencer's told me to play, uh, getting its own TV show, The Last of Us. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. That's right, The Last of Us, probably one of the most popular video games of the last decade that I've One never of the most played. critically acclaimed too for its story and characters. Correct. And it's acting and it's just overall level of polish. 
So I'm super excited, especially after this teaser they dropped recently, because a lot of the imagery and things like that, it looks like they nailed. It looks like a lot of the casting that I recognize as the characters, at least, are very well cast. Yeah. yeah I'm super excited. It it's got uh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's playing the main character, or oh, one of the main characters, uh, Joel. Super excited. Mm -hmm. what, a, what a couple of years for him. Oh, man, right? I know. From Game, I know. From Game of Thrones. I know. To, I mean, The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. He's in a movie with Nick Nicholas Cage. Cage. Like, and dude, I actually saw him. He yeah. was only a few rows in front of me at the premiere of the Nick Cage movie. Oh, so awesome. I cool. saw him very up close. That and man, is he in a beautiful so man. Hard. Yeah, uh, so when I heard he was announced a few years ago. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I like that dude. And now, um, now you're doing very that. Now and, uh, I'm stoked. And it's got, uh, what's her name? She Lady was also Mormont. in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Bella Lady Ramsey Moore. is her mm -hmm. name. So excited to see how she plays one of the other main characters. And there's going to be uh, several main characters. Did you as tell well. me Nick Offerman's in it? Nick Offerman's going to play Hi. one what? of my favorite uh, other characters named Bill, who's like this crazy survivalist dude. And Weird. It's I didn't just, know I'm that. stoked. Uh, they've included, it looks like, uh, some of the, all the original monster designs. There's one in particular that's very iconic visually and audio like why is very iconic because it's called the clicker oh, it just, oh it, yeah, it, yeah 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 it echolocates because it can't really see that's so it's, spooky. It's oh, dude, super playing scary, a video dude. game that's got to scare the crap it out is. of you like it's, hearing the clicks when you play it uh, it just gives you chills you're like I, oh shoot i gotta stop like running i gotta hide when i played so, silent hill with friends we would kind of do it by committee but we would we would have to turn down the volume sometimes to be able to get through the game because it would yeah. start making spooky noises for uh -huh. no reason. Or let's even go to an older game. Do you remember Mist? You'd play on the computer. Yeah, you're not. I you, didn't play a lot, but I know what you're talking. Know you which don't game you're fight talking about. anyone, or there's no conflict. There's no zombies. It's just a maze finding game. But there are yeah. moments where it gets very spooky because yeah. of the noise. Uh, let's play some in the trailer and let's hear this creepy click. But man, this looks awesome. The trailer oh, looks amazing. Like this, this is what we wanted the, the watch visuals to alone. be like. You know? Oh no, I'm so stoked. Let's let's hear them talking. This is your chance. Out of that shot, we keep her alive. And you said everything. So <laughs> you're so excited. <laughs> Hold on. Say who you can save. Oh please. Damn. Oh. I yeah, got excited bitch. for that. I'm so stoked. That's I think it's coming out next year. Oh, we gotta wait the, a year. The oh, original what? creative well, it's just a few months away when you think about oh, okay. it. I'm not sure on the exact day, but Neil Druckmann, the creative director of the game, is involved. As well mm. as the original composer, Gustavo Santoya. Mm. I think I said that right. He's a South American uh, composer who was very minimalist in the game, and it really brought a lot to the game itself. So I'm effing stoked for everyone that's been involved in this, and I cannot wait Yay! to be disappointed by it. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't say <laughs> no, that. No, I'm still, I'm super stoked. I'm so happy, so. Right, check it out on Wikipedia real quick. <laughs> no. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. My parents came into town, and they didn't even say hi to me. You, that you drove all the way to their camping space in weirdo Smithville to yeah. meet? They didn't even say hi to you. Nope. Emily, what's no. up with that? 
Okay, well, it might have been my fault. (laughs) I might have been a bad daughter, and I can't tell, and now I feel very guilty. Oh, man. I know, I know. Well, first of all, my parents live in the Houston-Galveston area, so about... Other side, opposite away. side of Houston from here. For yeah. sure, yeah. for sure. Is so, Garbo's that restaurant in Galveston that's really good? No point being, Garbo's <laughs> is from here. Anyhow, go on. Yes. So they, my mom messaged me the other day and said, hey, we might be driving through. My dad is, is uh, he gets those weird things w- w- that dads do where they really want to buy something. And so then they're just <laughs> fixated on it. And my yeah. mom's like, we don't have any money. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. It's, we don't have This do guy right here. Once uh. I, I obsess until I. Yes, until you get it. Yeah, and so my dad was trying to find some vintage speakers sound system thing for, yeah, because he loves collecting music, stuff like that. And he basically just told my mom one day, hey, yeah, by the way, I've been secretly in contact with this guy in Austin, which sounds like a cheating thing, but it was more of like, we already paid for it. We have to go pick it up. So they were coming to pick up these speakers, and I even offered, I was like, well, can I just go pick it up? For you guys, so you don't have to drive all the way here, and then I'll just give it to you next time. And yeah. my dad was like, "Well, no, but I want to, I want to look it. at it." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, have you not bought it yet?" And he goes, "No, no, I have, I have bought it." And so they decided we're retired. We're gonna go and take the trip. So there, we were gonna have lunch or something. But I've just had the longest week. I've been just seeing so many concerts uh, for Partying the past two Styles. weeks. I've just been socializing so much, going to see movies. That I canceled on them and I felt bad because I just couldn't do it. I wanted to take a nap to make myself look better, though. All right. A couple of weeks ago, I did drive to Smithville to see them. Yeah. And had a really weird lunch in a really weird town. Experience with a woman that was in a bathroom and didn't close the door. didn't close the door and I was scarred for life because of it. And I went to Houston to go see Billy Joel and I stayed with them. So I've seen my parents recently, but it, it, it felt wrong. To have my parents drive through here and then my mom... And not even see him briefly. Yeah, yeah. and my mom texted me and said, pick up a success, love you. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I just... They weren't upset with you, though, right? Have they even seen your new place? It's okay. Yeah, they helped me move me into my new place. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess... See, that's not as bad. It's it's not as bad. It's just I'm I'm an only child, so when they come and do stuff like this, I'm always like, they're not going to see anybody else but me. Lisa's parents, anytime they're coming through Austin, like, it's always a thing that we have to go do lunch with them, and it's it's a similar situation to where we see them enough to where it's like, oh, man, I've got this going, i got this, i got that, but we we still always try to... Oh, you're running in my face? Now, oh, we time. still always well, make time. I think it's perfectly fine every once in a while. He doesn't sound yeah. like you've ever done this. No, so, no, no, no. I just really needed. Them. I just you really needed a nap. You didn't ghost them though either. I so. didn't ghost them. That's that's true. You that's did the mature true. thing. You're like, hey, sorry, I'm gonna sleep. You maybe didn't even mention that. But. I didn't. I did not mention that I was sleeping. I just said that I was I'm busy work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is enough. true. I, I was I was working, but well, I don't know. When was the last time you guys saw your parents? Do you see them pretty frequently? Yeah, or? When did I saw my mom? a few weeks ago. She dropped me off at my sibling's house before we drove to the airport, so Aww. a few weeks. March, when I flew down for my nephew's birthday for one day. I don't see mm-hmm. him a lot because they're far away, but yeah. I I wish they lived closer because, you know, they're retired too now, and my dad's just always like, oh yeah, I'm grilling a steak, and they just, yeah. hey, like I would, I, I wish they were like an hour away because I would go see him all the time. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I wish they were closer too, but 
man, I hate driving to Houston because the soccer moms over there are completely that different than sucks. the soccer you're, you're moms also over here. <laughs> on the other side of Houston. Yeah. Like, that's a little different. Like, I had an ex that lived in, I think, Spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's really close. That's on the north side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you get there you, two and a half hours on tolls right now, I think. Yeah. But mm-hmm. going through H Town, as we call it, mm-hmm. it's it's not fun. <laughs> not great. It's not fun. That at restaurant, all. by the way, in Galveston, Guido's. That's Guido's, it. Guido's. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Guido's is great. Adding a random thing to Emily's leftovers. <laughs> all right. Remember, uh, JT, don't cuss on the radio. Mm-hmm. Okay. We ready for the interview? Mm hmm. Uh, joining me, funny man J.T. Haberfat here to talk about the <laughs> Altercation Comedy Festival. That's always my icebreaker for that's, on air. That's pretty good. That's a, a very good morning afternoon guy. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? It's got, the morning zoo in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, we still got some of that. But, uh, yeah, man, you're, uh, you're a stand-up comic, but uh, you I used am. to be a radio guy. For years and years and years, yeah. Yeah. In, uh, in Woodstock, New York, I was the indie music director and on-air person. Personality, <laughs> nice. which means I got to be the snobby twenty-something that everyone loathed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. Changed really. I, I used to have a bit. I brought it up on the sports show I do today, but that's that's like CJ's a music douche where I just mm-hmm. crap on stuff, and then our program director <laughs> kindly let me know that at a, to quote him, it doesn't behoove me to be cooler than the station. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, doesn't it though? CJ? I, I don't know, man. I learned my lesson. And speaking of, like that Evanescence song, "Bring Me to Life," that's my mm-hmm. go-to karaoke song okay because i sing it so bad it's a bold choice and i really do the rap rock part okay um, pre-pandemic i think i've only done it once since but pre-pandemic i was at a karaoke place in uh not in in port aransas and oh, almost yeah. almost got my ass beat because people were mad really? that i was making fun of of amy lee and whatever the rap rocker they, they dude took it is. personally they did yeah sometimes it's wild i remember uh, they you know every station has like their big christmas show right and I remember when I was working in there, uh, they said, all right, we're going to announce the big artist this year for the big you know, show. Yeah. And we're sitting around a table of everybody in the radio station. They said, this year, everybody, smash mouth. <laughs> and I went, I literally went, Boo! <laughs> and everyone turned on me. Everybody's the like, Shrek band? Why are you always that guy? They're very popular. I was like, oh, man. All right. Yeah, I do. Uh, again, music douche CJ, same thing. In junior college, we had an indie station, and we would put on shows. Uh-huh. And uh, someone brought up the gorillas, and I was like, I don't, I, I don't want to see no cartoon band. <laughs> and then uh, th- that was kind of my joke. But the real thing I fought for was uh, uh, there was Jimmy World and Flicker Stick were going to be our big shows. Flicker Stick, I don't even know what that is. Well, I'll explain. Okay, yeah, okay, good, good point. Good, good, good. So good. Uh, Jimmy Looking World, uh, we had already been playing the middle, and then there was a song called The Sweetness, and I was like, oh, these are dope. Um, they only cost six thousand dollars, but mm-hmm. they're going to be big. We need to book them. And everyone's like, well, Flicker Stick might win VH1's <laughs> band on the run. They're 7,000, but they have a better back line. And I think people are going to, they have more name recognition because right. they're on VH1. Mm-hmm. They were just some crap band that was thrown together for a reality promotion. <laughs> <Flicker> <laughs> Stick. I got outvoted. We've booked Flicker Stick, and you've never heard 
of them ever again. Oh man! Um, by the time Jimmy, were by the time this event where we could have paid him six thousand dollars to play it, right? Which was you know eight months out or whatever. By that time, their rider and their cost was like twenty one thousand dollars, and they were the biggest upcoming band of the time. So take bum, that, Emerald bum, College. Bum. And I just found out Flickerstick rejoined as a band this year. Oh, there oh, we good. go. Well, they so, need to sell that old merch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a bunch of backlog just merch. A bunch just, of dusty, maybe, yeah, dusty maybe, t-shirts. Maybe we need to stop talking crap. You know, there, there's a lot. Of money to could be, be on the cusp, I, and, and I want to be—I want to be on the forefront of thinking they're cool. Uh, that but, makes one of us. But man, you're here to talk about Altercation Comedy Fest, yes, which is going on, and uh, it's a little different than a lot of other ones. What kind of makes it more, I guess, cool? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you'd have to ask the people that come every year. But but I try and—I don't know. I used to run this thing, the Altercation Punk Comedy Tour, which was like uh, we did a lot of music venues. And rock clubs and and just kind of a kind of an alternative take on it, kind of more of a comedians yeah. a comedy Patton Oswalt, cool. Brian Posehn type of vibe. I was yeah, gonna I say Posehn makes me think of that because a couple times he's done shows at like Red like Seven yeah, yeah, yeah. or Mohawk with like a metal band too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian cool. Brian uh, did did Altercation Fest last year. We're buddies, and uh, if you saw him at Red Seven, I opened that show with a, a, sun, a sunstroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely I, out of my brain, I, dude. I did see that one. I yeah. was there. <laughs> I was completely sunstroke on that show and I don't f- remember a thing. I feel like Matt Bearden was on it or Matt was, was there also. On also it. The, was, okay, okay. Myself and then Brian. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been going on six years. It's it's uh, October uh, 19th through the 22nd this year, Wednesday through Saturday, and all the shows take place at one singular venue, so that's kind of different. Uh, it's all, oh, nice. All at Kickbutt Cafe on uh, Airport Boulevard. Oh yeah, Kickbutt kick Coffee, man. It's, For, it's the best. I love yeah, that yeah. stage. It's such First a place, place I ever did comedy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Bad, poorly. <laughs> but I did. Same here, actually. It's the first yeah. open mic years ago. It's such a sleeper venue because you hear the name, you go, oh, it's going to be like acoustic guitars. And nah, man, yeah. it's like the best yeah. stage. Plus, a yeah, program. they vamped it up a few years ago, and they have mm-hmm. a full-blown stage in there now. It's, it's more, pretty sweet. It's more made for stand-up comedy where I, f- I love Cherrywood Coffee House. Uh-huh. Cherrywood's great, They too, do yeah. the open mic there. And all it is is a bunch of angry graphic designers and UT students working on projects, right. and then thirty open micers shuffling nervously in the gravel, yeah. reading over their set back and just forth. outside, not listening and waiting yeah, yeah. for their slot. Uh, some big names on this too. I know you're currently yeah. touring with Eddie Peptone. I am. Correct. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Eddie's Love the best. Uh, yeah, we're headed out next weekend to do uh, a comedy festival in in Humble County. So we'll see if we survive that. And then working our way up the uh, West Coast. Up it's to Humble, Seattle. that's the drug. That's if you saw Murder Mountain on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they drive around on, on four wheelers with shotguns <laughs> and say, stay off my property. So Love uh, it. that's uh, pretty wild. But yeah, Eddie Pepitone will be here. Uh, Jackie our, Cation. Our friend of oh, the show, excellent. Vanessa Gonzalez, Vanessa is going to so be in. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, from Comedy Central and, and HBO. James Adomian. Uh, from Netflix and a million other things. I think like Kate Willett, who's very popular at having incels yell at her on the internet. <laughs> she, yeah, she's was, really good at pissing people off, and I love it. I love Kate so much because she's like that that perfect like feminist comic that that isn't cringy. Yeah, and she's just <laughs> wonderful and hilarious and all the things, but she t- suffers no fools. Absolutely. Uh, Henry Phillips, who's who's one of my favorites. He's toured with Doug Stanhope extensively, and uh, you've seen him on. Oh, man, he's on HBO on Silicon Valley. He's a recurring character on Silicon Valley. 
and um, yeah, just over eighty comics altogether. Mike Henry McCray. Phillips, he did a he did a little uh, cooking like fake he cooking YouTube yeah, yeah. show. Cooking I thought I remember Henry. seeing some of that. That's he is why the most I remember. Funny dude in the world. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, funny. Get tickets now. Also very affordable to see a lot of really good comedy. AltercationComedyFest.com. AltercationComedyFest.com. October nineteenth through twenty second. Uh, you want to play a game uh, when we come Absolutely. back? Absolutely. Since you're an ex radio person, we're gonna do what's called the game of influencers. I pick a couple of random Austin businesses that mm-hmm. can probably use a little bit of help with their advertising. Got it. And uh, I'm going to have you just pull out of our bin and improv <laughs> a couple of live commercials. And hey, you might get money out of this. Avery Moore, she got paid. <laughs> right. Funny man, Drachey Habersat, hanging out with the captain, CJ Morgan. I knew you did radio, but I didn't know you did cool radio, so I wanted to impress you with all this uh, shock jockery. But uh, okay, good. Yeah, that's the that's the Scooby Doo Foghorn. It that's, is. That's an old. School. I love it. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, my. <laughs> you'll like this too. My, uh, if you, when we do a trivia, if you get something wrong, my buzzer is uh, no, not that one, but my other one's a dryer. It's a, a dryer? dryer buzzer. So I, yeah, I try. Oh, like your clothes like, are done. Eee. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. the sound of a dryer going. I'm like, that's subtle. A <laughs> little bit. Uh, <laughs> if you want to win something, you just consult the prize hawk. I like the hawk. Don't worry. Have uh, have plenty of uh, sound effects and fun stuff to do. Uh, you're here because we're talking about Altercation Comedy Fest, October 19th through 22nd. Yes, AltercationComedyFest.com. Can I give you some props on the website being what it is? Oh, thanks. AltercationComedyFest.com. <laughs> nice. It's so easy to say, but we'll have, like, you know, you, dude, you, you've been in comedy forever. You know yeah. all of our friends, mm-hmm. but they'll come in and they're like, oh, well, I don't have a website, but if you go to Eventbrite. Oh, oh but the yeah. Eventbrite's on my Instagram, so you'll need to go to... Uh, poo pants underscore funny mm-hmm. ha dash ha ha dash and uh-huh. it's like okay yeah. man that's hard to say on the radio I, I'm a psychopath about details like that so that that's it's important it is important yeah I mean so yeah altercationcomedyfest.com is where everything is and the night by night schedule just dropped today great so, great lineup yeah. man like a, a lot of a lot of big names a lot of fun people that uh, you know I, I highly recommend it um, secret headliner and, too I should mention that oh, top oh, secret headliner hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Is so big, I can't even say who they are, but they have their own Netflix specials and stuff. Oh, and Elon so, Musk. Elon he, he's Musk. He's in Austin now. Uh, yes. Joey Fledgling Z. comic. Oh, uh, yeah. Glow Show, the Psychedelic Comedy Showcase. McEwen's uh, our friend. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. Mike McRae. Yeah. Love, love, love Mike. The yeah, Erickson the from the Royce, I see. Nice. Oh, look. Even Avery's on this. Sorry, I'm just reading off. Hey, you I know, recognize them. <laughs> everyone we know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Pat Royce. Hell yeah. Uh, it's point being, it's it's uh, a good ticket. It's a fun show, so I recommend you go see it, and you should. Uh, but you're here now because you used to work in radio. Yes. And you did it in the number one market in the United States. Uh, Woodstock, New York. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I mean it's kind of. It's it was radio. It was WDST, uh, which for Upstate was a pretty big station. Yeah. Um, and I my my kind of uh, Yoda back then was a guy named Nick Harcourt who went on to take over Morning Becomes Eclectic on uh, KCRW and stuff. So, yeah, it, you know, it was... It's the state, like, I think California number two, New York number one, or maybe they're kind of the as same. As market? If, if you want to move to go do radio. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this is, you're talking 15 years ago, you know, so... Right, it's right, right, right. It's, it's an iPod now, Back dude. when it was real. Yeah, no, it was, it was <laughs> hey. when I first started, it was literally a falling down house, and you would go upstairs, and all the songs were on different color uh, index cards. 
cool. <laughs> like, like, it was, <laughs> Damn, it dude. was a different time. Wow. I got Can't very imagine. lucky to uh, to start in the, the era of CDs, so we didn't have quite as much Same. to do. We were right but, after the era of carts, but we were still recording on like little tapes and stuff <laughs> correct. and CDs eventually. And and, if one of your players went out or like a song went oh, like you, you had three, and if one went out, you had to, you had to pit, you had to move fast. Yeah. It was stressful. I don't know how to do crap. I remember I got, that. I got all this on a computer. I I make fart jokes in between the songs. <laughs> the songs play themselves. That's right. Uh, we, we used to have to make our own eagle noises. We used to have to scream. I used to have to get a seashell and blow into that with a kazoo to make that. Oh, don't I have an entire Real- bin of sound effect <laughs> items back here. Try, not much has changed, but what is going to happen now uh, is going to be something we do regularly. It's the contest of influencers. Mm. I go and I pick a local Austin business that I think needs a little bit of advertising help. Uh, we put it in our big metal bin. This this not a sound effect. We actually have a lottery a big bin. Metal bin. Uh, and I cl- thought with, I want to close the, the door to it. With October coming up, <laughs> with Halloween, it's, not, it's not spinning. With Halloween around the corner, I thought I would choose two businesses that could really benefit and really need to put their message out during. Mm-hmm. Uh, the month of October. So, what random businesses are you going to be doing an improvised commercial for? Uh, well, Austin Blades, which Hell is yeah. uh, <laughs> it sounds terrifying on its on its face, but yeah, Austin Blades and Abba Wigs. Okay, is the other. Uh, you want them back to back? You want one first? We'll or, do uh, one first, and then uh, after that, we'll we'll introduce the other one. So, whenever you're ready, whatever you want to start do with, Austin Blades. All first. right, a real life commercial mm. for Austin Blades. Austin Blades. We sharpen all types of knives, blades, lawnmower, machetes, straight razors, hair shears, clippers, many more. We also carry a large selection of butterfly OTF. That's out the front knives, pocket knives, hunting knives, utility knives, katanas. Yes, I said katanas. Swords, <laughs> other kinds of swords, and nunchucks. Those don't have blades. Come on in. Check us out. We buy knives. Austin Blades. Austin-Blades.com. Damn. That's actually That's really so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I heard Avery got paid, so I want to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you want to get this... Festival to yes. pay for, so. You want to get this money. The 420 Buzz is brought to you by Smoking Burnouts, your friendly neighborhood smoke shop. Smoking Burnout Smoke Shop. Bruh, bruh. So there you go. And that's just a part of it. She did, she did a jingle, well. and they, they went to the guy that owns Smoking Burnouts. So like, hey, dude, I heard you on 101X. Like, I heard your commercial. And he's like, what? I'm what not advertising. Right. And like, no, I, I heard your commercial. And then they were like, screw it, man. We'll pay her to, we'll pay her to do it. Well, Avery has the, the heads up of being, uh, the leg up being adorable and also able to sing. So like, yes. those are two things not in my wheelhouse. Correct. So. I had to go with aggressive blade guy. <laughs> it still worked, man. All right, okay. uh, your next one also Halloween oh, themed. Abba wigs. I'm trying to see what my what's your my character. motivation for this scene, right? To sell wigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try it. All right, here we go. Abba Wigs is an upscale wig salon with a warm and welcoming atmosphere. We are diligently dedicated, that's double D's, to a customized service to fit your personal needs. While we have an extensive wig gallery showcasing over 100 hair designs to meet your image dreams. Those are dreams of images. We also specialize in chemotherapy, alopecia, trictolomania, don't recommend it, and clients with medically induced hair loss. Our personalized service includes wig selection and all alterations. That's ABBA Wigs, not like the band, ABBAWigs.com. 
Very nice. Beautiful. Very nice. Mm. That actually makes me want to want to go and select I, one. I need a wig. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, a comfort wig. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just a wig for bedtime. Just like go to a, sleep in some hair. A oh. UK judge, like one of those white. <laughs> oh, a yeah, the old wig. school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just wear that around for like authority. I like the opposite <laughs> idea because I'm the king of my house, or I'm the judge. Excuse right. me. There's <laughs> there's rumors like Harry Styles in Austin right now, and the internet conspiracy oh, really? is that he's bald. Yeah. And that he's able to just mix amongst the plebes, the, the regular really? people of the world, because he just oh. takes his wig off. All right, hold on. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, in, in addition. <laughs> Are you Harry Styles? Do you need additional styles? Well, Abba Wigs has a large selection of styles. <laughs> That's all I got. I got. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Love it. JT Habersad, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, you man. so much. Appreciate uh, you guys. AltercationComedyFestival.com. Yep. In October 19th through 22nd, Kickbutt Com- Kick Comedy Alternate. <laughs> See, dude, this is why you're better. You should Cafe. There we go. AltercationComedyFest.com for tickets and lineup. Nailed the post. Did you know? Let's find out. We are on a fact finding mission, Matt Bearden. Okay. Um, I feel like so far this week we've been pretty good. The goal is five fast facts from the internet. It's got to be true, it's got to be quick. And I think we've done fairly well. So far this week, we've we don't got, think we've had a week where we, I don't think we have a day where we've gotten all five facts. But we've but gotten like four. We've done better because I think it was the week before or the week before that where you just kept making dong jokes the entire time. <laughs> Spencer just gave me a look because earlier today I made a I kept making dong jokes and him and Emily finally had to shut me up. Good, yeah, I'm glad they to turn did. off the mic. Well, there's a point <laughs> where you have to grow up. I, my floppy will stop. Be, stop. Okay, move right. on. I'm sorry. <laughs> just you've done. Did you know? More than 36 million U.S. adults cannot read above a third grade level. Oh, One of them right in front of you. <laughs> I was going to say. Hey, man, you nailed that sentence. Dude, That's I, like a second grade percent- level. Yeah, what percentage? Uh, th- 36 million adults cannot read above a third grade what level. What percentage, percentage would that be of the 320 million or so like U.S.? People. Um. So 36%. Just or 30, I just want to show that you can't 36 do 36 million would be 36% of 100 million, so <laughs> on, 12%. 12%. Uh, if there's 300 million in the U.S., that's 12%. People can't. Man, dude, math <laughs> is not my thing. This is kind of not fair. Uh, also, Sorry, on my on my sports show with Jason, Almost Sports 10270 ESPN, uh, they've really started to notice about how bad I am at mispronouncing things. Yeah, I it's, that audience has really started. It, it's hard to even Luka Doncic. I can't even say my favorite player. Tua Tubolugu. You can't say Luka Doncic, and that is literally. It's not Dong. Okay, be professional. He's a great basketball player. Anyhow, did you know? Uh, the original plan for the show, 24, was actually a comedy. <laughs> and it was going to be about a day leading up to a wedding. That, that has Nailed to be it. That's such uh, a drastic change. Oh, my God. How does it get into the writer's room and they're like, hey, look, here's the deal. We do like the idea of the wedding, but also, can we put terrorists in here somehow? <laughs> uh, did you know? Panera was originally called the St. Louis Bread Company. As a matter of fact, in St. Louis, it's still called the St. Louis Bread Company. But uh, once they moved out of the state and began expanding our city in 1997, they changed it uh, to Panera, which is Latin for penis. Just okay sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, very much. But penis is funnier. That's what I, was, I was trying to make you laugh. It's all the only reason I'm here. Yeah, yeah. this is a learning segment. Also, it's Thursday, so I'm I'm saving it all for tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> please do. Oh, tune in tomorrow. It's going to be crazy.
Did you know? Oh, we're still doing this? <laughs> yeah, American cheese is legally required to be made from at least two types of other cheeses. Cheddar, Colby, or Jack. Has to be used in American cheese. But did you know? American cheese. It's not, not cheese. cheese. And it doesn't have to be made in America. Yeah, it's a cheese <laughs> product. So legally, to name it that... It has to have these things in it, but doesn't have to be cheese or actually produced in the United is it, States. Is it still on the American continent somewhere produced at least? It's just anytime you make a processed cheese product somewhere, you end up calling it American cheese, which Americans really like to be number one. I don't know why in the cheese game we, we decided the that the worst of something should be the one named after us. It yeah. is the worst, but it also can be really good. I mean, just a, a gas station burrito with a slice of American cheese on top, a little bit of tapatio hot sauce. It's, thir- it's Thursday, chili cheese dogs at Silver Metal, two for one. Oh, Come with American cheese. Nice. Uh, last thing. Did you know human DNA and banana DNA are 50% identical? Hell yeah. And my banana produces a lot of DNA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got you with the dog one. Wait, oh, the oh, it's about your dog. Isn't it always? It's Clickbait Corner, where you have the lists on the internet that say, oh, the top ten, blah, 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 or you won't believe what happens when... Well, we're going to make our own clickbait today, gang. Oh, that's exciting. I've uh, really been mulling it over because people are already buying Halloween candy. Uh, the shops are already getting emptied, and it pisses me off because now I'm late again. Yeah. Uh, last year, I waited till the start of October. This year, I guess I waited till the end of September, but the store shelves are already being cleaned. Point being... Uh, I want to break down. I want to decide what is the best Halloween candy, Mm. not just as a consumer, as someone trick-or-treating, but someone actually purchasing it. What is the most efficient, best kind uh, to buy and to eat? So you could easily say, oh, the full-size Snickers or Reese's Pieces, best candies, yeah, but as the person buying them for the kiddos... Not really efficient, is it? Come on. You nah. want to be the full-size candy bar guy. I know you do. No, I got footage. So last year, we didn't do Halloween at our house. We did it at someone else's. Mm-hmm. So I just set up the bucket outside with the good candy and then just watched my ring doorbell as the first two groups of kids and their parents just <laughs> ravaged my bowl, and then it's empty. Yeah. I mean, that's no, take one piece. Nobody's good anymore, take CJ. One piece. Everyone's a piece of garbage. You're you on have camera. To, you have to treat Yeah. Oh, well. God. Uh, anyhow, let's. Uh, what are some of our favorite Halloween candies? Um, and what I should be on this list? I love Reese's. Okay. Reese's, Reese's top absolutely. dog. Reese's is the best, especially. Um, I know we're not talking about Christmas, but they have. Well, they have the little pumpkin they shaped have special ones. ones. Yeah. Those are yeah. so good. So I think Reese's is going to be one of my top Halloween candies. I think so. And normally I'm not a huge peanut butter guy, but Reese's. It's those, a different those kind. Miniature fun sized ones. so good. I wish they kind of came and they weren't individually wrapped because I could pop them all in my mouth. Oh, you they know? have some. They do? They do. Yeah, they're like called Reese's Minis. Yeah. Yep. And they but, are like chips. Yes. And they're so uh, dangerous. Be that's careful. why I like this. You shouldn't have told Spencer about this. No, uh-huh. I feel like they got a better peanut butter to chocolate mm-hmm. ratio, in my opinion. If we're going to go Reese's, can I say Snickers? Maybe not in the same Snickers tier. Snickers sure. I like Snickers. The little mini same. Snickers. And then you can always get the fun size ones, yeah. which are a, a little, little bit cheaper. Yeah. Uh, where are you with? Oh, what oh, are you going to say? Ooh. Ooh. We're both we both going controversial things. Let's start with you. Milky Way. I'm so, I'm okay with it. Are you team Milky Way or team not Milky Way? Oh, you did if it's around. Exactly. It's so going to be no. one of the last ones. Unless okay. it's the dark chocolate Milky Ways. 
Those are pretty good. Um, but, but usually you're missing you, something to me. And it it's doesn't the have the, the crunch Snicker. on the yeah, inside yeah, yeah. like Snickers has with the peanuts. And that's it. That's okay. all. Otherwise, I think it tastes good. I'll, I'll grab one if I see it. Mm-hmm. It's not as boring as like a Three Musketeers, even though I still love Three Musketeers. Yeah, Three Musketeers is the last of the last. It's just yeah. all nougat. What was your controversial thing, CJ? I don't know if it's controversial. I like Almond Joys and Mounds. Uh, Those are good, but I understand why kids would I avoid that. I don't like and, Almond Joys. No. I don't like coconut stuff. Oh, yeah. see, I love coconut stuff. Yeah. And then also it's like, like the almond and the Almond Joy is... Is too much like a nut, whereas in Snickers, it's it's hidden <laughs> with yeah, like right. all Girls. the chocolate yeah, and. Yeah. I think we're gonna agree else. too much on some. So let's talk about the trash. All right. Um, um, I dum, like dum black... dums pop the uh, lollipops. Lollipops, <laughs> yes, really? they're small. They're du- if it's I the ones with gum in the center. You don't oh. like those? Maybe yes, no. those oh, are okay. But okay. the little ones, they're they're too small. They're 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 just cheap. Yeah. I'm gonna say sweet tarts are cheap and trash. <gasps> Tootsie rolls Hell are yeah. cheap and trash. Sweet tarts are literally my favorite candy. Oh, like yeah. every single version of a sweet tart, the ropes, the 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 sweet tart chews, mm. everything. Those are all my favorite candies. I Here. just okay it's them. just filler. Yeah. Here, I mean it's sugar. They're all filler. No, Here, this I mean, one's filler a bad one. In, like you fill the bowl with some of these things so your bowl looks more full oh. so your house doesn't get egged. Oh, but that's no. what those are and they're cheap. No, that's what Twizzlers are. No, nah, Twizzlers Tw- are good. Twizzlers don't, and don't those stupid Twizzlers. fish. Here's, what are those stupid Swedish fish? Had some recently, guys. by the way. They're so they got so much more sugar in them now. <laughs> they're they're ramped they're up. trying really? to compete with American candy now. Like I think so. in your teeth. But yeah, they're Those gummy. Are gross. They're good. We're, Shut can up. we say Twix good? <laughs> Twix good. Twix Kit is Kat the best. bad. No, Kit no. Kat good. Oh. Are you kidding? I'd prefer, prefer a Kit Kat over a Crunch Bar to be honest. Even though no Crunch way. Bars are fun. Wow. Okay, uh, Emily, you seem like a candy corn person. I love candy corn. Why did you look at me and say that? I, I just knew it. I just knew it. I love candy corn. I will always buy a bunch of candy corn because it's there's always candy corn at the store because people yeah. are so anti-candy corn because you guys are boring. Yeah. And I'll put it out yeah. and candy I'll have- Candy corn's the basic bitch of- Candy corn is so boring. good. Candy corn is so good. It's like candy corn for Halloween just, and then the, the jelly beans for Easter. Those are, my, those are amazing. Oh, I hate those jelly beans. And the candy hearts for uh, Valentine's. Valentine's oh Day. my Those God, are just Emily! So festive. Now I understand what people think of candy corn like. Because I always used to like it. I'm like, is it really getting compared to those crappy chalk hearts? Oh my God! Okay, what about? It's not that bad. Butterfingers. Yeah. Butterfingers is good. Butter I feel like it had good. its heyday with Bart Simpson and it's kind of fallen off, but they're good. Yeah. Uh, get stuck in your teeth and mouth. They are hard to, yeah. they, they grind up in there. I know what a good one is. That is a fan favorite. Also, I feel like it's more readily available and it's going to make you popular. Probably as popular as the as the um, candy bar people. Okay, Sour Patch Kids. Those are fun. Okay. Those They're are good. Hip. They come in little bags. All the little kids love sure. those. Sure, better than dots. Oh, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they actually so have flavor to them. Dots, I know. Dots, dots are, are just sugar. Chewy. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. But they're fun. They're interesting. They're different. They're a little bit of a step up from your your usual packs of candy. Because I feel like the luxury packs of candy come with the tiny little. Uh, um, all right, uh, it's Sour Patch Kids. You're a kid. You're trick or treating. What's the one thing you don't want? Mm, I'd say get rid of that taffy stuff. Any sort of laffy taffy. Oh, I would say Tootsie Rolls. I don't want Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, that's very similar in Uh, chewiness. Get rid of that hard candy that's not a Jolly Rancher or something recognizable. Hubba Bubba. Popcorn Um, balls. mm. 
the uh. homemade popcorn balls. See, I grew up at the time where people always thought that there were razor blades and stuff, so I never got oh, homemade. Don't worry, yeah. Fox, uh, stuff. Fox, Fox News just discovered fentanyl, so this year it's going to be fentanyl oh, in the Halloween kids' okay, candy. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah. 101X, Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. Buzzword bingo is here to say, and I don't know how it's going to be for the rest of us. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? We're going to find out right now with Matt Bearden. There's a a technical consulting company called KPMG. You probably don't know them, but they're a professional services and consulting giant, and uh, they have a report out right now called Digital to the Core. Whoa. And basically, it finds that there is strong interest in height tech trends, including cryptocurrency, the metaverse, Web3, NFT, quantum computing, virtual augmented reality, 5G, on and on and on. And it kind of gives you a kind of a glance of like, where are we headed? Here's the thing that really stuck out to me. In the next two years, 58% of respondents plan to invest heavily in the metaverse. And... uh, Uh. The metaverse Jeez. so far tends to be... It's like what Nintendo Wii characters. It's so bad. And the yeah. one thing that I thought was hopeful is, okay, well, this is really bad, and Meta is pushing so hard, even changing their name, that it's going to collapse in on itself, just like NFTs kind of have. And I'm like, good, good. But what's scaring me is that 58% number, because if it was going to be a lot of gaming companies things like that, then it's okay. But a number like 58% tells me that places like Bed Bath & Beyond, oh. Chico's, <laughs> Virtual Shopping in the Metaverse, Sun, Wendy's, Burger King, we're going to see all the players come out of the woodwork and they're going to try to do things to get, well, frankly, our parents involved in the Metaverse. And it's going. we remember what happened when they did that with Facebook, right? Yes. We remember what happened when they did that with Instagram. Correct. Mm-hmm. I we would remember even what happened as- when they did that with TikTok. It is not going to be good for any of us. No. no. I would even say on another level is now that everyone, to get any kind of reward or point or whatever from JCPenney's or Taco Bell, you got to have an app. They push yeah. the app. They push the app. They've made apps the thing. And now it seems like it makes sense for a business to jump into this and oh i if i want a mexican pizza from taco bell i have to go into the metaverse and order it i can't just get it right but the thing is is they're only driving us there so that they can say oh we have subscribers either to our app or in the metaverse or whatever but there's no actual there there so far yeah. they're not creating anything for me there nothing to do it's they're, just selling numbers to investors yeah or and, harvesting data and that's fine if they want to play their game Amongst themselves, have at it. But don't make me jump through hoops just to get a discount on three count thread sheets sheets that I can afford at (laughs) JCPenney. Let me have my crappy sheets and let me go home and be sad already. It sounds like a cyberpunk dystopia on its way where people have to like jack into some metaverse thing just to do stuff. Yes. I want to see the punk fart version of this where people try to bring (laughs) punk fart. I want to see the people bring it down, man. Crush the servers and as long as we get a bunch of cool fashion from it, that's fine, I guess. That's the most important part. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny about all of this is who may come out Pretty good on the backside. Bill Gates has been the butt of jokes for 
<laughs> we yeah. just gone from fart punk to butt of jokes to backside. But this is my kind of weird or wired. Like Bill Gates was like a goober, I think, even yeah. in the eighties, my god, nineties. Yes, he wasn't He's he a like dork. he was like a fourteen year old dad. I mean, he just never was cool. And he's kind of become cool now because, well, he's cool enough that everybody wanted to put him into conspiracy theories, that he was yeah. trying to put microchips 5G, in all of us. That was pretty awesome. COVID but he's been coming something. out and saying some pretty bright stuff. Lately, Bill Gates, he ridiculed cryptocurrencies and NFTs as examples of the greater fool theory. And he's kind of saying that about the metaverse as well. And I think he's right here. And I'm wondering if he won't have this weird thing at the end of his life. Sorry, I'm not trying to kill um, kill off Bill Gates or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want him to have a nice long life, whatever. But sure. he's really kind of later on, he's like, hey, we should have vaccines for the poorest parts of the world and we should do things to clean our environment and also quit wasting our time and any of our energy on things that really aren't bringing goodness mm-hmm. to huma- humanity. He's Anything got that old man's perspective now. Oh, I feel a little bad about all the bad things I've done in my life. I still want to make fun of his goober sweaters, if that's okay. Yeah, Absolutely. That goober sweater's weird. Anyway, here's the thing. that So here's what I don't like, and I'm going to tell you what's weird. You know they're going to come to us, the digital department in this building, and say, "Hey guys, we need you to create we, a we need you guys avatar to for the your, metaverse." Yeah, <sighs> damn it. Be it May, Friday away, we're still going to have a sports bet on a Thursday. Matt Bearden, uh, kind enough to come back into the studio one last time. Um, Matt, I'm zero and four. Uh, before this, you had won everything. I did. Are you rope doping me? Because I'm not rope a We yet. actually have stakes now, literal stakes. Like, I will have to buy dinner for the gang if I lose. Here's one of the things that's changed, though, in sports bet is because something is on that, well, A, I've ever even seen and that you care about. You started asking actual questions. And it's easier for me because before you were trying to trick me and you would come up well, with stuff that it was before insane. Fo- before football season, it was just there wasn't anything. We were in the middle I of know, baseball. But one of the bets was Astros or Braves. And then you didn't tell me what it was. And then you came in the next week and you're like, oh, it was what hat am I going to wear? And my Braves hat. That was not really exactly fair. I agree. That's don't, true. Don't do that again. Now um. you're asking things like covering spreads, and that's where I tend to be a little bit better. Remember, I live in the house with an actual statistician, and she's taught me over the years how oh, to yeah. look at numbers and understand them. And that's the entire thing about the spread is they make it to where it's going to be as partial for betters as possible. Like, the house wants to win that money. Absolutely. So that's why they have those numbers. Uh, not doing any spreads this week, just straight up sports Starting with uh, at the bottom of the Big 12, two teams, both two and two, Texas taking on West Virginia. If you'll recall, West Virginia does have uh, the quarterback that played at USC, Georgia, and he's like 35 years old. Um, no, I don't recall any of that. It's going to be, it's, it's, I think it's going to be tougher than a you lot of us You recall that because you're doing sports radio now? You yeah. didn't recall that like three weeks ago before you probably started not, over there? Probably not. Yeah, okay. Uh, Texas or West Virginia, Texas at home, favored, I think, we're not doing the spread, but I think they're favored by nine. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty tight game. Um, they're a, a very decent team. I do expect Texas to win this one. We are currently, if I don't know if you've noticed, but we're in a win one, lose one thing that we're going to do. We're actually a pretty good at home. It's uh, a way that... Mm. It's away to Texas Tech in Lubbock. That's what I think it is. And we're away I wouldn't to trust this game if we were in West Virginia. I'm, 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 people come and they play against Tech. They play hard against Tech. And they're, I mean against Texas, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I just <laughs> I, I think Texas is going to win this one. Uh, 
This for, I think, the uh, NL East. Who is going to come out of that with the first round bye or who's going to drop in the wild card? A three uh, game series over the weekend Mets and Braves. The Mets were my Braves, both, I think. I think it actually will be Braves. Braves a half game back currently. You're going to choose the Braves. Uh, They're not playing each other this weekend. Um, Whose team will have more fantasy football points, Emily or CJ, in the 101X league? 100%, without a doubt, I will put money and blood on it. Emily beats you. Emily beats me. Yeah. All right. You'll overthink it. She'll just be like, I don't care. I'm going out with some friends. I don't have time for this. And she'll end up just letting the computer choose some stuff, and she'll end up beating you, and it will drive you crazy. Um, well, again, here's the deal. Uh, she has helpers. All of her guy friends regularly text her. Uh, but again, she doesn't see those texts until later. So we'll see. You picked Emily. Uh, Austin FC taking on the Vancouver Whitecaps. I'm not sure where Vancouver is standing, but I do think they're a playoff <laughs> you're, you're, you're not, I'm not sure where Vancouver is. It, somewhere in the Canadians. <laughs> I did used to confuse Vancouver and British Columbia for some reason. Yeah. Opposite ends. Uh, I have not gotten to see really any FC lately. Um, I've been busy doing things like being a parent and contributing to society while you've been sleeping in and you know and partying too much yeah yeah uh, but I'll just say Austin FC for the go for our, our verde and uh, look what I found for the tiebreaker our physical challenge next week because I had a hurt hip and didn't beat you in actual field goal kicking I have a 101x table Whoa. football so we will return if there is a tie. It. Dude, that thing's Ooh, awesome. You sure you love it's it? It's really good. Uh, I, I really like it. Did I bet you, I can't do that next week. Did you ever play football with a quarter on a table where you, you have to bounce it and it has to get slowly to the, the edge? But not go over. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a fun one. That's great is what yeah, that is. Yeah, you fling it and it has to like, yeah, we used to play that a lot. <laughs> yeah, Damn. we're playing that next, next week. Next week. All right, there you go. That's your special Thursday edition of the Sports Bet. Matt Forno, I'm 0-4. <sighs> Spencer, we were hanging earlier, and uh, you started saying that you were getting uh, a tad bit, just a little bit hangry. Luckily, we have a vending machine. Uh, by the way, I don't know if the vending machine still says it, but it's a healthy vend. It's oh, a it is? vending machine with food good for you. Is that why there's all candy in there? Yeah, that lasted at the radio station for about a year. Yeah. Um, but I was noticing, like, I was getting kind of hangry, too. And I'm like, man, like, why am I so pissy? And I'm like, oh. I haven't eaten enough today. When's the last time you ate? Like a little, got a little peckish this morning before coming in to do the sports show. Did you even eat then? Not have really. You, have just you snacked. eaten it all today? Just snacked. But CJ, I I usually forget about it, but today I did something that's probably even more immature. Um, I'm taking my lovely fiance out for a birthday dinner tonight to a very fancy place that I've had reservations to for a while. Uh, this weekend it will be. Happy birthday. So I wanted to do something nice, but it's it's pricey. And um, I know I'm going to spend no matter what because, again, it's a birthday. If you're going to do it once a year, take your partner out and have a really good time. You do this. Should do it right. Uh, but I maybe am doing it too right because... Reservations aren't until later tonight. I am very hungry right now. I'm getting pissy. And the reason I didn't eat today and I'm going to try not to eat is because if I'm spending that much damn money, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack my stomach. All right? I am going to pound my mouth filled with meats and escargot and Man. shrimp and oysters and every other thing they have. 
That's like the childish way of thinking of how, like, that's what people like me and Chewie used to think when we go to Golden, Golden Corral, Corral and eat six plates and then don't want to move ever again. Well, it's because... <laughs> it's, it's not that worth it. I think part of it's the experience and being present with your, your lady. Part of it's eating as much as I can off that raw bar <laughs> buffet. It's a buffet? It's a raw bar, you so I don't know if it's that. quite a buffet or not, but I do know I'm, I'm, I need it in my belly. Well, yeah. um, I've told you my biggest failure of all time, right? Mm, no. I've mentioned it, but I'll, I'll retell the story. Biggest food failure of all time. And there oh, can be a food failure. So, so many. <laughs> so, both. Spencer, hey. What? Why don't you go to the Bell Factory if you want to sit here and act like a ding dong? Oh, damn. All right. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm telling Jesus. you about my failures here. <laughs> you got me good. I've waited for a week to use that on you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I'm a poor young man. I'm working at the radio station, living with my girlfriend at the time, and we're both pretty broke. She worked at a TV news station. I work in radio. We're very bottom of the totem pole. We often got by on gift cards. Both of our businesses would get free things to a restaurant, this, this, and that. Well, one day, when we used to have promotions meetings here, we would do contests, and basically someone would win a gift card. I won the biggest contest, so I got... A free meal for two to Fogo de Chow. Yum. And if you don't know what that is, you should. It's a good place. It's a Brazilian-style steakhouse, meaning they just bring you all the meat. Mm, and it's all meat, delicious meat, meats. Meat. Uh, oh, it is the best of the best of every kind of meat. You also, have a, don't skip on the salad bar. They got some good salad stuff up there for the little buffet thing. It's, it's, it's a very expensive place, first and foremost. So I did make sure I had the gift certificate, but we saved up money so we could tip well and have a couple glasses of wine. Cool. Ready to go. We show up. I'm excited. And then I see that salad bar you're talking about, Spencer. But I don't make myself a nice little salad. I make myself a plate of cheese. Um, and I mean all the cheese. CJ. Every so I, I probably ate an entire wheel of cheese. Why didn't you have a little bit more diversity in there to help? At because least carry the cheese they through They had you. cheese, dude. <laughs> and the cheese with some wine, it's filling up my tongue fast. But not, you know what? Mm. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I am not turning the green thing red. I'm keeping it green. And I'm eating the meat they bring to me until I can't eat meat no more. And I got cheese and meat sweats, right? Oh, dude. I got I got got so sick because yeah. it was bloated. It wasn't coming out either end. Um, we had to leave early, and I had to have her drive me home, and I laid down <laughs> in the back seat. And you're like, uh, like you're, you're uh, in labor. You're like, oh, God, oh, just holding so it. bad. <laughs> Pretty much. That's not going to happen tonight. Dude, that's okay? not good. My one regret when I went there was that I didn't partake enough. Like I, I thought, oh, we could go back up and keep getting salad and stuff, and then Really, you're just supposed to like put, make your salad and sit down. And yeah, it's not a buffet. The, suck do. all the meats down. So I was like, oh, man, I saw these other good salad plates. That would have been excellent compliments to this amazing hey, just meat. just pretend you're going to the bathroom. That's a good idea. Oh, I, I, honey, I got to go to the bathroom <laughs> with cheese. <laughs> you know what? I, next time I do a Fogo de Chow, if I ever get the chance, I'm just going to bring me a little baggie for the cheese. Save there you it go. before Take I get it. home. Take it home. Eat the man. meat first. <laughs> it's the C.J. Morgan Show on KROX FM, Pewda, Austin. 101. 101. X.